0: All right, let's bring him in the publisher of collegefootballnews.com and find out who will be drafted tonight and where he is Pete Futek. Follow him on Twitter at Pete Futek as well. Pete, good morning to you. Thanks for being with us. And I'll start with a question, which I'm sure you've answered a lot and thought about a lot over the past couple weeks. What's the deal with Will Levis? Are you a believer in him? And why is his stock rising the way it has?
2: You mean Penn State's Will Levis? If we're going on the kid, the the premise of Russell Wilson's NC State? No, for, oh for yeah, Wisconsin. For,
0: oh, first of all, save Russ, it. Russell went there for three <laughs> years.
2: Yes, yes, but he left you. He left you. He didn't want you anymore. He went to Wisconsin, so so he could win. He has
1: an so NC State this... degree, sir. He graduated yeah. from NC well, State. Who
2: doesn't? So like, so, like, yeah, so Russell Wilson's Wisconsin. <laughs> and just like Jalen Hurts is Oklahoma, he's not Alabama, even though Alabama people love him. Caleb Williams is USC, not Oklahoma. And Will Levis, to answer your question, that's professional, you know, so I segue back to the question. Will Levis is <laughs> – here, <laughs> here. here's going to be the problem, is that if you saw Will Levis play last year – it was tough because Kentucky had, one, had a miserable offensive line. They didn't have any running game. They had like the worst running game in the SEC. If not, they were close. He didn't have a bunch of receivers to throw to, and he was beaten up. That's actually sort of a positive because he caught a massive beating, and he kept on playing. He got knocked around for a while. He, was hurt for, he played hurt. He missed a game or two. But in terms of just the raw tools, He has got the arm. Anthony Richardson probably is the best arm in this draft, but Will Levis is right there. And if you can buy into the idea that, you know, sometimes guys just have to be – it's about the right situation, and I'll flip this to another guy in a sec. Will Levis has all the NFL tools. He, He has everything you'd want in an NFL quarterback, but it was hard to see because, again, he, had, uh, he was just getting killed behind that line last year against the SEC. Um, so the, if you're looking at him as just a pure scouting standpoint, it's all there. Which goes to the flip side for a guy like C.J. Stroud and the Ohio State quarterbacks, where I know Justin Fields is, is great and he's on the verge of something special, still hasn't proven it yet as a passer. So technically, you know, as it, crazy as this is, you know, even with one of the greatest runs of college quarterbacks of all time in college football. If you look at the succession of, you know, from Terrell Pryor on through JT Barrett and through, uh, uh, through uh, Dwayne Haskins and uh, Justin Fields and I, on and on. Ohio state quarterbacks have not succeeded at the next level. They just haven't for whatever reason, partly because it's the flip side of the Will Levis argument is that he, that CJ Stroud got 10 days to throw, to, behind a great offensive line, and he's throwing to NFL first-round caliber wide receivers, so it's kind of hard. You have to kind of pick out which guys are able to do, you know, what once it all translates to the next level. And Will Levis can absolutely you know, translate to the next level
1: right uh i think there are so many pitfalls you can fall into though when looking at a quarterback and looking well this guy has an amazing arm like look at what we saw from zach wilson yeah he threw the lights out of the ball and had an amazing pro day but sometimes it does not translate we see some incredible potential from some of these quarterbacks but what is the bust quotient for this year's crop of quarterbacks
2: big because look at the history. If you go back to go back to 2004, when the first round you had Eli Manning, uh, you had Ben Roethlisberger, and you had your beloved poster of Bill Rivers uh, being taken in the first uh, 11 picks. Ever since then, you're talking. There's like eight quarterbacks taken in the first round over the last almost 20 years who have really sort of been worth it. You know, we're talking. You know, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, of, none of, and other than Mahomes, none of these guys have won a Super Bowl for the teams that drafted them. Matthew Stafford didn't win a Super Bowl for, you know, for uh, Detroit. You know, so it's these guys in the first round, they don't tend to work. I mean, it's just it's an insane percentage of quarterbacks who actually were able to be the right pick. At those moments, I mean, the Blaine Gabbards, the Jake Lockers, the Christian Ponders, the Mitchell Trubisky's, even, you know, a Deshaun Watson, you could argue, didn't work. Because end of the day, they didn't win anything. Same with Andrew Luck, elite talent, amazing player. Brass tacks kind of didn't work. You know, Indianapolis didn't win a Super Bowl. They didn't really make a big push. And it's just guy after guy after guy. And yet you take quarterbacks every year high, hoping – that there is a you know another you know diamond in the rough somewhere in there, or someone who just rises up and, and breaks the mold like a burrow and becomes that sort of thing. Uh, so it, it's tough to find these cards So you know, out of these five, which is a far better class, the top five. We're gonna, if we're going to say like uh, we're gonna throw Levis in there, Bryce Young, uh, Hendon Hooker, Anthony Richardson, C.J. Stroud, it's much better than last year. Like Kenny Pickett, who's – should get thrown in that bucket too by the way uh he'd be the sixth pick quarterback off the board in this year's group group i mean this group is that much better so we kind of know historically that one of these five is probably going to be super bowl champion transcendent really good two of them are going to be very good and two of them are going to bust out now the question is to try to figure out okay which one of this group is going to be uh, the one that's going to, to be that, not be Zach Wilson, be the Joe Burrow and not be uh, the Zach Wilson or, you know, the jury slot on him, but like a Trey Lance, where it just, for whatever reason, not his fault, doesn't work. So that's gonna, that's the trick tonight. So to me, you take the guys who have the, the, the fewest issues. You know, to me, I love Bryce Young. Bryce Young's probably the most talented of the quarterbacks. He's also 3'8". So is he going to last? Is he going <laughs> to hold up? You know, if, you, if you're telling – it's the two argument. If you're telling me you're going to get, you know, t- at least 12 games a year for the next five years, okay. Uh, now, to was hurt in college, and Bright's young really, you know, sort of a shoulder issue is, was fine. But still, that's a question mark. So who's got those NFL tools that you can say that's pretty clean? Again, Will Levis, absolutely. C.J. Stroud has had a ultra-clean off-season of uh, workouts. Looks the part has been was great on the field. It's all there if you can get past the Ohio State stigma. He's great, Anthony Richardson. He's Josh Allen if you think about it in terms of just the inconsistency and accuracy in college. Question marks about his throwing motion, but with all the NFL tools and to me as a college guy, it's don't it's such a you know the whole NFL scouting world such a big thing of hoo ha. It's just not that hard. Do you start with do you have the NFL tools? Who's got those things that are freakish, that can be like different than everybody else? That's Anthony Richardson and arm talent wise, that's Will Levis.
0: Yeah, Bryce Young trying to become the first little person drafted number one overall oh, in the God. NFL. We'll see if that happens Baker tonight. Mayfield. we're talking Mayfield. with Mayfield Pete. Hey, word, man. man, there you go. There's... Oh, sorry, I got that. Number two, the the, the second little person. We're talking with Pete Futek, publisher of collegefootballnews.com. So, Pete, the S2 test, which has replaced the wonderlick Bryce Young reportedly scored 98% out of 100. C.J. Stroud reportedly scored 18%. Do you put huh. any... Impetus or any any sort of emphasis on this at all? Because C.J. Stroud was asked about this and said, "Look, I, I'm not a test taker. Okay, I, I I don't care. So, what do you think? Do, is this overblown?" Doesn't
2: help if you're an Ohio State alum to think that. Oh, that's my school. Uh, by the way, who had like, like like outside like the Mannings? I think there's a stat that I think Phil Rivers at your your speaking of NC State I think had the best ever outside of like, like Ryan Fitzpatrick or some of the hard Harvard guys, I think it was rivers and Russell Wilson who had like the highest wonder tests ever. So like those guys are the ones, yeah, I put some stock in it. Look, it's, I, I know it's, it, it's real dicey because you know, Oh, I'm a not, not a great test taker. Well, you're a college student. You should have, you know, figured it out by that point if you're really a student, but obviously these guys are there to play football uh, it's just, it shows focus. It shows work because you can work on the Wonderlick test. I'm an idiot and I nailed the Wonderlick. It's not that hard. You can find it online. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really not, it's, it's kind of like the driver's test. If there's a stop sign, should you A, hit the pedestrian walking across, B, gently nudge him, or C, let the pedestrian pass? Like, it's, it's just not that hard. So it, it's, you're, it, I get it. I don't put that. I don't, it's not the end of the world if you're not crushing the test kit. But it does kind of go to show. It goes to show like it's part of the whole mix. It's just part of the whole. How quickly can you grasp a new playbook when you've got your third offensive coordinator in four years coming in in the NFL? It, it just kind of is just one of those things that's part of it. It's certainly not a disqualifier. again, TJ Stroud has been great. He was a great leader. You know, great on the field. Certainly a great decision maker. You know, it's you know, there's a difference between taking a wonderlick test and being able to read a defense and be able to make the right decisions. So no, you know, you know, it doesn't it's not a killer, but certainly it's a factor. If you got someone else who's sort of nailing these.
1: Yeah, I think especially if you score really lowly on it, like maybe you don't get knocked down if you do all right, but if you just absolutely fail it. I do think it's a problem, but we are running short on time. Give us a storyline outside the quarterbacks. It's going to be a big one tonight.
2: Uh, Does Houston actually go quarterback at two? Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of trades. There's going to be a lot of movement. Uh, And the love of Tyree Wilson, which I don't quite get, but he's right up there in the mix of like for the betting world of who's going to be the first defensive player off the board. It's crazy if it's not Will Anderson, but Tyree Wilson's going to be right there. Uh, I, I'm predicting that it's not a sure thing that one of these quarterbacks goes to. So I think it's going to be uh, Bryce Young one, and because Houston can get a quarterback coming back. If they move a little bit or if they can kind of wait and be patient, there's a chance Anthony Richardson and definitely Hendon Hooker will fall to them a little bit later. So I think what's going to be interesting up top is when do these quarterbacks go? Who slides? And I do think that those defensive players are going to play a big role uh, at the very, very top of this thing.
0: He is the publisher of collegefootballnews.com, lending his draft insight. It is Pete Futek. Pete, great stuff. Been of your website for a long time. Keep up the good work. Anytime,
2: guys. You have a good one.
1: For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.